It's Fiscally Irresponsible Friday here on TM5, sponsored by Incredible Pulp Lemonade. It's Losing his mind. Captain Insano shows no mercy. What do you refer, Tim? Your mom goes to college. I have misplaced my pants. Yeah, we have. Welcome in. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five for Friday, October 20th, 2023. And we finally reached a fiscally irresponsible Friday. Price today is brandied candy day. Can't say, that, fruit day can't say that I've ever had that. Uh, no, n- neither have I. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't dislike brandy. Uh, and I'm a pretty big fan of fruit, so those two things combined, I think I would enjoy quite a bit. But no, I don't. I don't believe I've ever. I've ever tried the delicacy brandy fruit. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't think I have either. So, um, I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. Sure. Try anything once, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Experiment, experimentation is the spice of life. That's what they tell me. Yeah. All right. We've got a lot to get into because we did have some uh, football last night and we need to talk about it. Oh, my gosh. We need to talk about it. Uh, but let's get to the Friday Night Lights. Uh, tonight, we've got four games on, on the schedule. Starting off with Bremen versus Cahula Creek. Bremen is a 14-point favorite at home against Kahula Creek. Um, yeah, I think this one should be easily in the hands of, of the Bremen Blue Devils. I'm not sure of the 14 points, but I think this should easily be a Bremen win. Yeah, I do too. I think Bremen's going to take this and remain undefeated in the region against Kahula Creek. Um, I, I'd like to see the over-under on how many times Rooster Russell is going to call them Kahula Creek uh, instead of Kahula Creek. Um, Kalua Creek is a good team this year, man. They lost to Gordon Lee by one point. They beat Ridgeland 35 to nothing, uh, beat LFO by like 20. Uh, they had a close one versus Ringgold last week, 20 to 17. Uh, and, and Bremen beat Ringgold by 17 two weeks ago. So, uh, I think, I think Bremen takes this man and, and it's going to set up a huge, huge matchup for the Blue Devils next week against Adairsville. Uh, Adairsville, another very good team. I, I just hope the Blue Devils aren't looking past Kahula Creek and looking to Adairsville. I, I'd be surprised if a, a coach Rooster Russell team is doing that, but it's still something. These kids are 14, 15, 16 years old. So they're still kids. Um, but yeah, if, if you're if you're you know taking the uh, taking the 14, I I don't I wouldn't feel not comfortable about that. I think Bremen's going to win this pretty handily, man. I think it's going to be like a. Uh, okay. I think it's going to be like a 38-14 game. I hope I'm wrong. I, I really am. And, and, and But I, I still think uh, Bremen wins. I just don't think they win by, or it's by 14. I'm thinking more of like a 10-point game. Um, Carrollton, minus three versus the number nine team in the state in Westlake. Um, yeah. Westlake is not a pushover, Bryce. Um, this this is going to be really interesting. They have... But here's the thing: Carrollton is four and zero all time versus Westlake, and the last the last time they faced a ranked Westlake team was in the playoffs, and that game was very close. So, I still think this is at home. Carrollton, I still think Carrollton wins, but and and that three point may be right on for me. Carrollton wins forty five twenty one. Whoa! 
Whoa, love the confidence. Yeah. There's good 5A, there, I mean, there's good 7A teams, and then there's Carrollton and Buford. They're just on a different level than every other 7A team. It's just, it is what it is. Like, I know, I know Westland. lost last week. I, I, yeah, to Mill Creek. Um, I, I know, I know Westlake is in the top 10, but it's not, I mean, it, it's, Carrollton's going to win this up. Uh, like a 40, 45, 21. I mean, I mean, Carrollton put up almost seventy points versus Pebblebrook, and Westlake beat them forty-seven to seven. It just Carrollton is on a different level than any team they've played this year, other than Langston Hughes. Uh, yeah, this is this is a blowout. The three-point line is it, it, it's a mistake. This is going to be like a forty-five twenty-one game, forty-five twenty-eight game, somewhere around there. Uh, Carrollton's going to score. Lyrica is on the road against Creekside, and that's where you're going to be tonight. Uh, and thank goodness the rain is moving out. Right now, it's going to be hitting you. Um, it was hitting me earlier, um, but now the rain's going to be hitting you pretty hard. Um, but it's moving out. will be done by the time uh, you guys get to Creekside tonight. Creekside is a 24-point favorite, Bryce, and uh, they're the number two team in the state, and they have a reason to be. Um, they're good. They are. Their only loss, their only loss is against Mater Day uh, out of California, where they lost 62 to nothing. Um, but that was there was a good reason to do that too. Um, they flew across the country and, and got beat by the number six team in the country. Um, so yeah, I. It's going to be a tough night for Villarica, I think. I think Villarica's defense is what keeps them close, close-ish. Um, but I still think Creekside wins here. Yeah, I think I think Creekside is just on a different different level than we are right now. Uh, we we saw our propensity for big upsets this year, though. We traveled down to Northgate, um, and I believe we were a twenty and a half point dog going to Northgate. Uh, so we've done it before this year. We've come back as dogs yeah. and, and proven that we're a good team. It's an uphill battle tonight, man. Ain't no two ways about it. Uh, they uh, the, the only thing that gives me a little bit of hope is Creekside only beat Mays by one point. And at no point in that Mays-Villarica game did I look over and look at Mays and say, yeah, they're just better than we are at every position. That was a very evenly matched game. Uh, Mays, you know, obviously had a couple more plays go their way, but I thought that was a I thought that was a very talent-wise, I thought that was a very very evenly game. I, I was I was very proud of the way we played. Uh, the defense is going to be what it's going to be, and, and it's Creekside, so they're going to score. Um, I, I would assume Creekside will probably be somewhere around where Mays is. Mays scored 27. I would assume Creekside to be somewhere between like a, like a 20, 28 to 35 uh, scoring range there for their, uh, for their offense. Our offense just has to score, man. We scored 14 points in the first half last week versus Mays and then came out and didn't do anything against them in the second half. I don't know how much the weather played into that, but, I mean, Mays was playing in the same weather we were. So it, it is an uphill battle. Make no mistake about it. Uh, I just want to see our Wildcats go out there and battle for four quarters, and we'll, we'll see what the scoreboard looks like after it does. Um, and... Uh, you know, no matter what happens tonight, we look forward to two massive games for the Wildcats against Maynard Jackson and Crapple Hill the next two weeks. So go out there and battle, man. Go out there and battle for four quarters and see what the scoreboard looks like afterwards. And our game of the week for Hometown Sports Media tonight is Mount Zion on the road in Franklin, Georgia versus the Hurd County Braves. Um, yeah, this game's going to be really interesting to me. Um, Mount Zion 
Mount Zion had a really good week of practice. We got to see and talk with uh, Coach Brad Gordon this week. Um, and and so did Hurd County. And they're both coming off, you know, it's been a couple weeks since Hurd County's played. This, this is going to be a really interesting um, time. It's been a couple weeks since Mount Zion's played, too. You know what I mean? Um, Hurd County is an eight-point favorite right now. I'm going with Hard County because they're at home, but this game's going to be close. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Hard County as well, and I, I don't know if it's going to be particularly close. Uh, I think Hard County is peaking at the right time for what their football team is this year. And you look at Mount Zion. You know, we talked about how hard Hard County's schedule's been this year. Look at Mount Zion's schedule. I mean, they have not had pushovers the past four weeks. They've had very, very good teams, and it doesn't get any easier when you play Hard County, who's one of the better, you know, single A schools in the entire, as, as far as program wise goes, one of the better single A programs in the entire state of Georgia. Down right now this year a little bit, just because they're so young down in Hurd County. I think Mount Zion's going to have a tough time tonight, man. I, I really do. Uh, if, if if I'm a betting man, I'm taking Hurd County. I'm taking those points, eight points. I think it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of probably about a 17 point victory for Hurd County tonight. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think the I think the Braves come out with a with a with a victory, and uh, they uh, they look towards a massive battle next week versus Temple. So yeah, give me give me Heard County tonight. All right, that is your Friday night lights. We'll talk about uh, last night's game in a little bit on the Marine South scoreboard. Let's get over to uh, the Falcons at the Buccaneers this weekend. Um, and. I don't know how I feel about this game anymore. Um, after watching last week's debacle that, that the Falcons did and in, in the last week's fourth quarter that the Falcons had, I don't know how I feel about this team. Yeah. I, I felt uh, yeah. pretty good about them the week before, um, the way that they battled and everything. But now like I'm just, Oh, I know. I don't know. I know. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know what I don't know what this Falcons team is. Uh, two weeks ago, I thought they were probably going to win the division. Last week, I watched it and I questioned Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter on if they even have a brain in their head. Uh, the going for two was moronic that early in the fourth quarter. The throw from Desmond Ritter, the pick uh, at the end of the game, like that was a third down play, and you're throwing a desperate throw. Throw it out of bounds. Throw it out of bounds and live to fight another down. I don't know what Desmond Ritter was thinking. Uh, Arthur Smith said on the Pat McAfee show yesterday that, you know, he was sort of just going through his progressions and he's still growing and maturing. And I, I understand that, but like, it's not a growing and maturing. That's just don't be an idiot right there. That's all that is. Like, don't be an idiot. That's not growing and maturing. That's just don't be a moron. Like, you should, yeah. you should learn that at the high school level. Like, that's not, that's not growing and maturing in my opinion. That growing and maturing is, Oh, I shouldn't have, you know, I should have hit my check down instead of going for that, that, you know, uh, that go route. I should have hit my check down or something like that. It, it throw, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I don't, the, the, the closer we get to this game right now, who's, do you, I think, um, I think the Falcons are the favorite in this game, right? I'm pulling that up right now. I think they're a three point favorite in this game. The hell's the NHL? There it is. Oh. Uh... Um, it's the NFL. They're two, two point dog, point dog, two and a half point dog. Yeah, I, I, I would take the Bucks on this one. I just, I don't. You just don't know what you're going to get with the Falcons, and and the Bucks are at home. We're going on the road. I, 
I don't I don't know if the Falcons know who they are. I don't know if the Falcons know if they want to be a passing offense or a running offense because every other week I feel like it flip flops. So we'll see what we'll see what they want to be this week. If they want to stick to the run and commit to the run, I think the Falcons can win this game. But if they go into it again and ask Desmond Ritter to throw it 50 times like they did, I don't know, like two or three weeks ago, they're not going to win this game. Like that's not last week. It was last week it that he threw it 47. Yeah, it's just I don't understand yeah, so it. Was 47, man. 47 throws last week. Just, like, what are we doing? Just stupid. Like, that's not what this offense is predicated on. Like, I understand wanting to get the ball to Kyle Pitts and Drake London, but you got to be a little bit more ingenuitive about that. Like, there's no reason Desmond Ritter should be over 30 pass attempts. Zero reason. Desmond Ritter should be somewhere in the 24 to 28 range. And 50% of those targets need to go to Pitts in London. Once you get over 30 for Desmond Ritter, it takes the entire offensive flow out of what the Falcons want to do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Bucks on this one. Um, and and it's very possible the Falcons could come out and look like they did two weeks ago and put up 175 million uh, yards of offense on the Buccaneers. But uh, but I'm going I'm going with the Bucks on Sunday, man. And the winner of this game is the uh, is the leader in the division. They will be the division leader. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna go with the Bucks too. And as much as I hate to say that, um, and and I'm sure that's, you know, wonderful news to Matthew's ears. But um, here's the thing about it: it's they're on the road. Um, Falcons haven't played particularly well on the road this year. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm taking the Bucks to beat uh, our Falcons on on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Right. I'm with Let's, you. Unfortunately. Yeah, let's get to a softball and volleyball update. Uh, we've we've got several teams that are moving on, um, and several teams that are going back home. Um, un- let me give you the update on who's going or going on in softball. Bowden moves on. Bird County, big win, moves into uh, moves on to Columbus, and then Temple. Temple moves on to Columbus. First time in school, was, school history. That's awesome. Yep. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. They we, have had we said that early the, in the season. They have had a great year. And, yep. and honestly, man, like I called the Temple Mount Zion game um, early on in the year. And it was between like an 0-4 team in Mount Zion and a 1-5 team in Temple. And I was like, okay, this is going to be rough. Since then, Temple has just gone on a run and has been really good. Like, really good. You know, I've, um, I've heard it from a bunch of different people. Two seed. How, Go ahead. I was going to say, I've, I've heard from a bunch of different people how their mindset has changed this year. The, the Temple the Temple mindset, the program, the coaches, the kids, the parents, everybody that is around the Temple softball team this year, I've heard it from multiple sources just how the vibe and the mindset and everything around that program this year has changed so drastically from where it was last year. And that's good. Let's let's make that happen. And and the fact you've got to give it to to the coach and he he completely has turned this uh, program around because last year they were not good. And then this year he said they had like 20 25 kids show up for, for tryouts. That's great. And that is that's great as opposed to what 12 last year he said yeah yeah so it's that that's a huge difference in in the program uh hard county will play dade county at 11 a.m on the 25th 
Temple will play Mount Vernon at 3 p.m. on the 25th, and then Bowden will play Lanier County at 11 a.m. on the 25th. So it's all so those it's all three going are down moving on. Yeah, yeah, it's going on in the 25th. Um, Central obviously does not move on. The rest of the, the rest of our programs are not moving on, which is a little bit of a surprise to me. Like I, I watched Central. I felt they were Columbus bound. I watched Bremen. Uh, thought they were Columbus bound. I watched uh, Villarica. Thought they were Columbus bound. Yeah, it's I, just, I think those wow. three teams surprised me quite a bit that they are not in Columbus. I think um, uh, Central and Central and Villarica. I think both made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, and and I believe Bremen made it to the Sweet 16 as well. And if they didn't, it was the round of 32 that they made it to. Uh, but yeah, those those three teams. It, uh, Temp- Temple surprised me that they're in Columbus in a good way, and Villarica Central and Bremen surprised me in a, a little bit of a negative way that they're not in Columbus. Uh, but good luck to those three teams we got going down to Columbus next week. Listen, if you can, if you can spare twenty five, fifty, a hundred dollars, whatever it is. Send it over to these athletic departments, especially Temple. They are trying to scrape together enough money to get these girls down to Columbus, get them nice hotel stays down there, and be able to feed them and everything and house them uh, throughout their entire uh, championship run, essentially. And we could we could possibly have, Billy, the way that the bracket shapes out for, uh, for softball in single A, there is a very, very real possibility that we could have a Temple versus Heard County softball game in the playoffs on the 27th. Oh, that would be fun. Yep, Temple has to beat Mount Vernon, and then they have to beat the winner of Tryon versus Bacon County, and Heard County has to beat uh, Dade County, and then the winner of Prince Avenue versus Metter. Uh, And if all all that shakes out on October 27th at 3 p.m. on Field 1, we will have the Heard County Braves taking on the Temple Tigers. Let's make that happen. That'd be awesome. That'd be a fun. That fun would matchup. be awesome, dude. And and you know, Hurt County would be like itching to get back at them after losing to them in the uh, region tournament for sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yep. Hundred percent. I, I am. Yeah. I, I I'd be stoked for that game. Absolutely stoked. All right, Bryce. Give me the volleyball update real quick. All right, volleyball update right now for our area. Uh, we have three teams that are still playing in it. Uh, Heard is playing Woodville Top at 1 p.m. on the 21st. Have you ever heard of that school? Uh, Temple will face off versus Bryan County on the 21st, and Central will play Holy Innocence at 12.30 p.m. on the 21st as well. So still... Just like in volleyball, or just like in uh, softball, we have three teams left in the playoffs in softball and in volleyball. We also still have three teams left in it. Funnily enough, it's Heard and Temple both still in the softball and volleyball playoffs. Uh, Central still in the volleyball playoffs, and Bowden still in the softball playoffs. In the Marine that's South, huge. yeah, that's that's big. Um, on the Marine South scoreboard from last night in football, Central beat Southeast Whitfield sixty-one to nothing. All right, so I'll give you a couple stats that might blow your mind. Okay. Okay. Central touchdowns, nine. All right. Southeast Whitfield first downs, five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, I think uh, Central had four plays, four or five plays total um, in the negative territory. 
That's nuts. That's I'm ins- not even that's joking. Absurd. And and Southeast Whitfield never made it past their own 45. Ooh. That's rough. That's a, that's a <laughs> rough night. Not even joking, man. We, we sort of said this was going to happen, though, yesterday. Like, I, know, oh, I know Coach Umbre played it down, but like you could just tell from looking at these two teams that it was it was quite the mismatch. They were bad. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a uh, it was a highlight fest for Drew for Drew Dickinson last night on hometown sports media. So yeah, and fun. the funny thing about Drew is you could hear him on two broadcasts last night. Oh really? You certainly could. How did that happen? Drew's just a very loud person. <laughs> oh oh really? Yep. I got just, I got what you're saying now. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty great. And and Billy, this is the highest. This is the highest Central has been ranked since 2014. They're ranked uh, number seven in the state right now, and that's the highest they've been ranked since 2014 when they were region champions. Yeah, and Central clinched the playoff spot last night. Um, and if Northwest Whitfield wins tonight against Heritage, uh, that sets up a region championship next Friday night at Northwest Whitfield. So. This game is going to be huge yeah. for Central. It's the twenty seventh is going to be a big night for all of our local teams, man. Like it, there are, yep. there are huge matchups all over. This Northwest Whitfield team is is no joke, dude. They've they've beaten Pepperell, they've beaten Kalua Creek. The only team they've lost to that is a bit of an asterisk on their season. They lost to Ringgold, eighteen yeah. to seventeen. And, and if I'm not mistaken, Bremen beat them hands off for Ringgold. Uh, they beat him by 17, 37 to 20. Yeah. Yeah. Ringgold, Ringgold is one in three in their region. The same region Bremen's in. Yeah. Uh, Bremen beat Ringgold by more than Daresville. Daresville only beat Ringgold by two. Bremen beat Ringgold by 17. Oh. Um, but yeah, nice win. Nice win for Central and Coach Umbre, man. They keep rolling. Uh, on these Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight, in football, we talked about it. Bremen versus Kalua Creek, Carrollton versus Westlake, Hurd versus Mount Zion, and Villarick is on the road at Creekside. And we will have the uh, the Hurd versus Mount Zion and the Villarica at Creekside game for you live on Hometown Sports Media to listen to all the action. Hi, right, Bryce. Uh, I need some money, dude. And uh, honestly, I've been killing it this year. Killing it. Loving it. I went 1-1-1 one, one, one last week. And somehow still pushed over three hundred dollars. So uh, that's a that's a good move. Uh, how about we get yours first, and then we'll go with mine. All right. So mine this weekend, I did pretty well with the hockey pick last week. It was the only pick I hit. Uh, so I'm going to continue with the hockey with a bit of a dog tonight. Give me the CBJ money line over the Flames. Uh, I have a hundred percent full faith that the CBJ will lose this. They are playing miserable hockey this year. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, I've got a funny feeling about this one. I think Johnny Hockey might have a big game tonight against his former team. Um, he hasn't done essentially anything all year. But I think Johnny Hockey is going to have a big game against his former team tonight. Give me the CBJ money line versus the Flames at a plus 114. Minnesota at Iowa. Give me the team total at over 30 and a half points. Uh, I, I think I, this is a mistake. Iowa, Iowa is Iowa's offense is better than it is, than it was last year. Iowa is going to be eleven and one at the end of the season and represent the Big Ten West and the Big Ten Championship. 
Minnesota's got P.J. Fleck at the uh, at the helm rowing that boat. I, I'm pretty confident that these teams can combine for more than 30 and a half points. This offense for Iowa is better than it was last year, and the fact that Iowa has uh, a bunch of white DBs playing in D1 football uh, concerns me on the defensive side. But yeah, 30 and a half is the is the uh, is the over under for the Minnesota Iowa game. And Minnesota's been scoring points. They're not very good, but they've been scoring points in in most of their games. Um, yeah, I'm thinking this might be a 21 to eight kind of game. Hey, give me a or give me a, to seven give me a 22 to nine game, and I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm getting an anytime touchdown this weekend uh, for uh, Pakua Nakua at a plus 140. He's the uh, prodigal wide receiver out there for the Rams, and if you guys aren't paying attention to this young man, you need to because he is an absolute freak. Uh, but give me him at an anytime touchdown at a plus 140 on Sunday. All right, I hate to do it, um, but I'm going to go Philly's money line in Arizona tonight. They're actually a, a one-and-a-half-point dog on the road in, in Arizona tonight, uh, but I'm going to take the money line, and it's minus 134 versus Arizona. Let's go. Hey, let's go, yep. Phillies. Let's go, Phillies. Give me Tennessee plus the eight-and-a-half oh. versus Alabama. Oh. Dude. Oh. Dude. Listen. I know Alabama and Tennessee is, is one of those rivalry games. So that game has always been like tight. You know, it's, it's something that they, they've always considered a rivalry. Eight and a half is just way too much for me to, to give considering what Alabama has done the past few weeks. Yeah. I, I I'm thinking Tennessee may not win outright, but they're, they can keep it within eight and a half. Oh buddy. That's getting spicy. Eight and a half taking Alabama roll tide roll. And then finally, give me a Dolphins plus two and a half on the road in Philly. Dolphins are a dog? Two and a half point dog. Wow. In Philly. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, That's dude. surprising. So give me give me Miami two and a half uh, versus Philly on, on uh, Sunday. I like it. Hey, gun to head. Who are you picking? Penn State, Ohio State on the on the uh, spread. Ohio State five and a half point favorite. Ah, uh, spread. Give me Ohio State. Yeah, I am too. I think I think Ohio State wins this. Ohio State takes. Believe it or not, like I think that I think they win by seven to ten. Yeah, I do. Uh, I it, be as a low, much as be a low scoring I, game, as much man. as I feel sick about it, I feel sick about it, man. Like I I I don't feel comfortable about this team at all. Um. Something is just telling me that this is going to be a, neat, uh, a win from Ohio State. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Give me 38-21 Ohio State wins. Ooh, I yeah. like it. 38, I hope so. 38-21 Buckeyes. Buckeyes win. And the fact that this is a noon kick uh, is a disservice to the entire world. So College football? That's it, yeah. The entire world. Everybody. The entire world. Um NCAA being stupid once again. I just or, no, it's the not the NCAA. I guess it's great. Yeah, a lot of lot of good games, and I blame the NCAA, but it, it's not the NCAA's fault. It's the TV partners and how they schedule it. I just don't I don't understand like the night game, the premier night game. So Alabama Tennessee three thirty, great job. That is a that is a great slot for yep. them. the The night game for ABC is Duke Florida State. 
Maybe... Okay, I get it. Maybe 15 people care about that game. It's the ACC. Uh, and then on Fox, <laughs> the night game is Utah-USC. Like, neither one of those games are bigger than Ohio State-Penn State. And they're just not. So I don't understand. Agreed. I don't understand why we don't have a... I don't understand why we don't have a 7.30, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock kick. Um, very odd. Very odd. But we are... Because in, in Fox is trying to... Fox is trying to make sure that that big noon kickoff is big. I hate Fox so much. I am so glad we don't have to put up with that crap anymore uh, after after this season <laughs> yeah, next <dude>. year. <laughs> I was about to say, what do you mean? Yeah, we're putting up with it this year. Yeah, I am. I am so glad we're moving away from Fox because it is horrendous. I hate Fox games. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. <laughs> uh, Michigan <laughs> staffer eyed as the center of elaborate <laughs> scouting scheme, sources say. <laughs> oh my God, this is amazing. This is amazing, oh. Billy, and I am here for it. Uh, the actual rule that Michigan broke, in my opinion, seems like a stupid rule. This seems really, really dumb. You can't go and scout your opponents off campus uh, and, and, and intercept their calls or something electronically or something. I, it's a very weird gray hazy area, but essentially Michigan is getting in trouble for sending people to scout future opponents in person early i think is technically what's going on like it's which i don't know it just seems like scouting to me but it's apparently illegal um in uh, in college football and and the fact that they're getting caught for this is it, it's hilarious and everything that is going on behind the scenes with the rumors <laughs> that are coming out with ryan day hiring former fbi private investigators to work on this for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Apparently, Ryan Day's got a case. And that news came from Ryan Day's <laughs> pool boy. Uh, Ryan Day's pool boy is spilling all the tea, baby. And apparently, apparently Ryan Day has a... Uh, I don't know if he's on the school staff or if he's just being paid out of Ryan Day's pocket, but he's got a former FBI agent who's a private eye that's working for the University of Ohio, for Ohio State University in trying to get all the information they can about this subject from Michigan. Um, it's pretty great, man. It's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. <laughs> it's so I love the level of pettiness. I love the level of pettiness between Ohio State and Michigan in this too. Like Ryan Day is just hiring some random former FBI guy. Like it just it reminds me of Bowen Woody. It really does remind me of Bowen Woody. Ah, That's great. It's so funny. (laughs) It's so damn funny. The the best comment. The best comment I've seen so far. Someone said. If Michigan paid an employee to watch Iowa's offense in person, they should be punished by OSHA, not the NCAA. (laughs) 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 This is, uh, it's just great. It's, Uh It's so phenomenal. And the fact that they also allegedly scouted future college football playoff opponents, like, (laughs) I guess they didn't scout Georgia too well two years ago. (laughs) 
No, no, they didn't. <laughs> and and they're all, apparently apparently the staffer who they're scouting is out scouting is trying to steal stein, signs. Yes. Essentially, is what what's being alleged. Yeah. It's... Again, uh, again, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah. Let's <laughs> make sure. Yeah. Oh man, it's uh, it's just oh, great. God, this this, great. En- this entire this entire whole thing is just phenomenal. It's so good. <laughs> Jaguars and and Trevor Lawrence break the hex and win in the Superdome. Uh, dude, Saints are terrible. The Saints, the Saints are awful last night. <laughs> that at his ears or. That is music to my ears, brother. Uh, they music to my ears. Uh, Derek Carr and Jameis Winston were arguing on the were arguing on the sideline with their. I forget who the OC is down there in New Orleans. They were arguing with all all three of them were arguing with each other. They look terrible. They look really bad. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> they look super bad. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a cigarette. Uh, Greg Norman has zero concern about the live golf's future or role within it. I don't even know what the hell the live golf is anymore. Like uh, apparently the live and PGA are the same, but different. Like, are they under the same umbrella or the same company? It's the, the waters have been muddied, man. And it's, it's kind of funny that the live golf tour was only on its own for like nine months until they sold out. Um, so I, yeah, it's, I, I assume live is going to be fine and move forward. Like normal, like business is normal. I would think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess. Sure, it's, it's gonna be interesting. We'll go that. It'll be interesting to see see what happens. USA captain Tyler Adams is out five months after a hamstring injury. Yeah, that, to report. that sucks, dude. Uh, yeah, um, he's he's set to miss the United States men's national team Concacaf Nation League home and away quali- quarterfinal series against Trinidad and Tobago, and we all know uh, what Trinidad and Tobago did to us. Uh, four, five, five or six years ago, uh, down there, uh, the winner of the series will qualify for the nation's league finals next March in 2024 Copa America, which will be hosted in the U S in the summer of 2024. Um, so I, I, I hope the Tyler Adams injury doesn't hamper us being able to take care of Trinidad and Tobago. Um, but it's a big blow for the United States to lose your captain right before a big match like that. And finally, today in 1996, Major League Baseball player Atlanta Braves at Andrew Jones is the youngest player to homer in a World Series. It was in 19? That was fun. 19, 17, 18, yeah. somewhere in there? What? How old was he? Was he Was he 19? He was 17, 18? I want to say 19. Yeah, somewhere around there. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing when I was 19, but it sure wasn't hitting home runs in the, in the World Series. No, and it was game. I think it was game two is when he hit it. Um, but it, dude, he was so good, and he he's a Hall of Famer in my book. He still is. Yeah, I would I would, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, you can't. If you're gonna put, listen, if you're gonna put, um, Ozzy Smith in the Hall of Fame for his defense, put Andrew Jones in the in the Hall of Fame for his defense. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't. Andrew Jones had much better offensive numbers and you're you're going to compare the two. I mean, they're both premier positions and Andrew Jones had had an incredible career. 10, 10 straight gold gloves and yeah, Andrew yeah. Jones nope. is the greatest defensive outfielder to ever play baseball. I mean, 
been saying something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, two things that I forgot to put on the show sheet. Uh, congratulations to Temple Middle School and Villarica Middle School. Uh, Temple Middle yeah. School last night beat Heard County 20-16 to to move on to their championship. And Villarica Middle School team beat Callaway last night to take on Central in their championship. The Villarica Central game will be next Thursday. Um, and I'm not sure who Temple plays, but I assume that'll be next Thursday as well. Is Temple playing their championship or is it like the third, second round as well? Uh, should be their championship because uh, Villarica, Villarica Central is the championship. No, Villarica Central is not the championship. That's not what they posted on Facebook. No, it's not. They played two weeks from now on the second, I think. Um, so the winner of, of Villarica, so Vill Cal Villarica beat Callaway yesterday. Yeah. Is what you're telling me? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Villarica beats beats Callaway. They play Central. Central will now play Villarica, and then there's another one. I think it's Cedartown and something else. I sent this to Casey. Let me see if I can pull up that. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, he, I think, let up real quick. Yeah. So, Rockmart and Seertown will play opposite of Central and Villarica, and then the, the championship will be November 2nd. So, I think that's what, what should be going on for Temple, too. I just don't know the bracket. Yeah, I don't. I haven't, I haven't seen a bracket or anything, or I haven't even seen. I assume they'll play next Thursday because that's when usually they play. Um, but I haven't even seen. Yeah, the twenty sixth. Who or when they'll play? Yeah, I I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, that's. I'm sending you over the bracket right now. I would assume um, is is Bremen in that category with with Herd and Temple. They are playing Bremen. They are playing Bremen next week. Temple is okay. Okay, so yes. so Temple is playing Bremen next week, and I assume I assume that classifications bracket looks similar to the Villarica Central Cedartown Rockmar one. I, I would guess, right? That's my assumption. Yes. Okay. Um, oh, got got a bracket. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So yeah, uh, Villarica versus Central next week. I'd assume we will probably have that game on our airways. I uh, yeah, we we probably will. Yeah. I would I would think. I would assume. Yeah, I would think. Um, um also, hey, uh, real quick. Yeah. Um, a Hawks play tonight too. Um, preseason, we're still about a week out from. Yeah, we open up next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. That's that's one word you could use to describe the start of the season is sweet. Not the word I would use, but that is a word. Go for it. It's a mill. Trying to think of the Price. appropriate thing to say on the podcast to describe how I, how I am. <laughs> Cautiously, not optimistic. Fair enough. Yeah, we're three and one in the preseason, though. I don't know how, um, but we are three and one. We got the seventy sixers tonight. Maybe we'll go four and one. Uh, maybe this team will be a lot better than I think we're going to be. I would love to be completely wrong about what this team is going to be this year. Um, but yeah, we open up. We open up next Wednesday on the road at Charlotte. Anything else for us? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a fiscally irresponsible Friday. Yeah, let's do it. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, hopefully, you, if you do make those uh, fiscally irresponsible moments, um, hopefully they all cash out for you. Bryce and I will be back on Monday morning. Same time. Same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.